0: Alright. All Machination right. log for April twenty third, twenty sixteen. I've got David Paddock and Ryan Riley in this Cheers. Week. To your kombucha. What yeah. This is my as is my coconut oil coffee. <laughs> mm. I've been into that as well. That's good, man. I don't uh, I don't ascribe to the full bulletproof coffee thing because I don't feel like putting coffee in a blender, but... uh, Yeah, no, but fats and coffee, who knew? I know, right? (laughs) It's incredible. Normally, I was just putting all this empty sugar shit in there. It's an easy way to ingest it. And then, of course, I made a bunch of chocolate truffles, so I had heavy cream left over, so... Excellent. I get to top that off with... Absolutely. Those fats as well, which are of slightly more questionable use. Absolutely. But enough about... That shit, oh, Ryan. No. Oh, last time you were on the podcast, oh. you seemed beat up, <laughs> and now you seem beat
1: down. Yeah,
0: yeah. What no. the hell's
1: going on? Yeah. Uh, well, the uh, the forthcoming podcast is still aptly titled. Unfortunately, we, we need a new name for it. Yeah, I think well, that's part of the problem. <laughs> the, the infinitely delayed for uh, podcast uh, is uh, coming up to mind. The um, out now podcast. Yeah, the out now podcast. Yeah, it's um. Well, I've I had been we had talked before about. Um, you know, going through uh, the process leading up to this, you know, I had got the scripts together. I talked about a lot of the, the the improvements I'd made in the process and uh, uh, some of the content as well. But um, it turns out, you know, two things kind of happened. Um, one was that as I had kind of thought I had everything kind of prefigured uh, from the recording standpoint, I kind of realized that as I was recording episodes, I had some problems in... Kind of like matching up some of like the testing that I had done to the actual recording of the episodes themselves, and then the second thing was was that I had like a little bit of a like a crisis of tone with it because <laughs> I had like been trying to to have it seem do like this like half scripted, half um, you know half improvised kind of feel, and it wasn't that like I was trying to half ass it or anything like that, but I just I didn't want it to come across like I I was just purely bullshitting into the mic. But then the second time, I think that the previous time where I had got a little bit disconcerted was that I didn't want this to be an audio book, right? So, like, trying to, like...
0: That's been the dilemma you've had the whole yeah.
1: time is, what, is trying not
0: to crest too high or too
1: low so on So, then the problem is, I think, as you are intimately aware with also, that, like, getting something down and then, like, especially in an audio or podcast format and then listening back to it, it, like, it really really does not sound what your mind's eye thought you were saying or how you were sounding. And it turned out that I just, I, I felt that I needed a little bit more discipline. And it was such a glaring problem that I didn't like, I just had to go and fix it. But the next unfortunate thing was, is that I've got like, like to move, which I, <laughs> I you know, like nobody likes doing but like moving is a weird thing. It's not like one big problem. It's just like hundreds of small problems that are all like causally linked together. That uh, that by definition impact literally everything in your life yes oh yes absolutely so <laughs> you know i'm not a sentimental per- person when it comes to thing i mean for all intents and purposes i am a vagabond i mean i've i live i've lived in one room for the well, my whole life really like i have like <laughs> one rooms worth of shit and a, and some kitchen stuff
0: you're the only person i know who would Who, despite having not necessarily a salaried position, but a theoretically stable income, would consider paying two
1: seventy five to live somewhere? Yes. Yeah. No. No. I like. I. In fact, that still seems high to me. You know, I really think I could move that down a little bit. And it's. I just have never, like, been fascinated with my own space in particular. I mean, I like. I like the room idea, and you know, obviously, I don't want to like sleep in like a dorm or anything like that with like three or four other people, but like. It's just strange that this like single room living like situation that I found myself in over and over again has kind of come about. And But I think pe- more people sh- – I think people should move more often. You know, like you have that like really interesting relationship with your stuff and then anytime you move, it really like, do I want to haul this shit again over and over and over? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. No, and that's – it's getting down to the brass tacks of what is really you and yeah. what you actually enjoy. There's a There's a book that was exceptionally popular by a – nice Japanese lady named Marie Kondo, uh, that I have actually used in this house, despite having room for literally anything. Frankly, in this house. Except a
1: pool. I mean I mean
0: I could fit most of the possessions that I actually give a shit about into very a very small set of boxes. And I mean, like, I have room for board games that I have discarded because I no, I'm not going to play those games. Like, right. that, that level of release, I don't feel like I need to move to get that. Right. I feel like I, I kind of intuitively,
1: I'm not a, I'm definitely not a hoarder. Absolutely. I do not hold on to stuff. Well, it's just strange because, you know, I think that for a lot of us, there's that out of sight, out of mind adage is so so apt when it comes to, like, just shit that you accumulate in your day-to-day life. And unfortunately, you know, being, like, an academic and then liking, like, old, old man media, you know, like, yeah, I the have, the like, books... books which is my it's something that I'd continually try to accrue. And as I'm moving now, you know, I've like looked at this collection and I'm like I got to pare this shit down, you know? Like <laughs> I mean, I had I had probably lost or given away or thrown away or recycled or whatever half of the books that I have had in my possession at one time or another throughout my life. And it's it's still too many now. You know, it's still too many. But I think what this has kind of kind of led to led me to also is that, you know, in the podcast I was You know, I had gone through the process. I had, you know, learned the basics of Audacity, the free program I'm using to record and and get all my levels and everything Everybody's open, darling, for that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, it's... it's, it's, It works. It's amazing that's free. i got to be honest with you. I was, like, really surprised that there was so much in that that could make it sound professionally, right? Like, Because there are podcasts out there. I don't know if you've run into them where it's, like, someone talking to their onboard mic on their computer and that's it. And while that has a certain kind of, like charm to it, uh, it's not exactly, you know, I think the most professional thing that you could do or sure. something that I don't think you're setting up for yourself for success or the best representation. And so it kind of, I think just is beneficial to look into that. And, you know, I was going through that process, but then, you know, listening to it, I, it's just like this self-assessment process that I've just, you know, listening back to what I had recorded in the, the forthcoming soon to be op- open, actually going to be a podcast podcast, I just realized there just needed to be this kind of last little tweak. and But I've got to tell you, I'm, I'm feeling really confident. It's, it's come together. I've put a lot of effort and work into this. I've gone through a very difficult self-critical process. And I feel like I'm ready to just, you know, move into this new pro, uh, phase of creativity. And it's, I mean, I've, you've kind of had to like, Look at it the same way that you do your stuff. Right? what do you want to do with your time? What are you trying to accomplish? And the fact that it's going to be – enforce myself to, like, kind of make this thing public and have my name attached to it has right. been something that, I'll be honest, has been kind of the the block. I mean if it was something that I could do anonymously or just, like, put up a YouTube channel with a Guy Fox mask in the fucking print of it sure. and just, like, do it that way. That's still an option. But, oh, yeah. But well, don't. I got Yeah, exactly. I hadn't – I was like, no, this is going to be something that I wouldn't mind if, like, you know, potential employer ran into this five, ten years down the road. That's always the magic of the
0: pseudonym and it was the magic of the internet until relatively recently. Until Facebook, really, when, and yeah. Until the larger social media outlets started to care about that, which, on balance, I think I've I've come around as someone who was a staunch opponent of using real names on the internet yes. for as long as possible. I I have come around on that. I think I think there is value in that. Maybe not until you're twenty one. Yeah, like maybe you can you can hold on to that as a right to be forgotten sort of thing. Yeah, between the age of thirteen and twenty one, you can. You can sign off on that stuff, but it um, like a training wheel internet, you know. It's like <laughs> it's it's important to realize that defining yourself is not a it's you're putting data points down, but they are in a constellation of things. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that you will have a podcast online, and the fact that you will be remembered forever and ever for whatever it, that happens to be. Anyone who is judging you on that basis still has other avenues of knowing who you are. Right. I mean, it just by trying to be a moving target to that degree, you end up boxing yourself in even more right. because you suddenly you you get to be part of that that smoke and mirrors infinite potential which yeah. always amounts to jack shit yeah. in real life. Um and that's something that's very hard to fight unless you have a platform. So it's a good thing you are
1: working on that. Well, it's strange too. I had, I had done some articles and I had this happen to a friend of a friend where um let's just say he went viral. Like there uh this friend of mine, he did like craft construction. He basically he made like bears, like little like um you know, like teddy bears, but they were sure. like his own little design and you know, he knitted them whatever uh they're they're unique in his own way. Yeah. And uh he wrote like, you know, he had run a blog for a long time and You know, one of his posts that kind of lacked, you know, built his story into his business I uh, got picked up by the Huffington Post and went viral. And, cool. Um, it was kind of interesting. Maybe. Well, yeah, th- that's the thing. It's 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 like winning the lottery, you know? Like it sounds like a great idea until it's like, you know, your name gets published in the newspaper. And then like, you know, families are like coming by your house to like show you their son with, you know, um, you know, dysplasia and then, you know, or, like multiple sclerosis. And they're like, she needs medical – she needs $20,000 medical treatment, you know, to save my child. And you're like – uh, you know I was going to go to the Bahamas this weekend, you know like i didn't i didn't sign up to to cure disease you know
0: no that's a, that's a phenomenon that actual garbage is more or less banking on with the uh with the daily posting of podcasts, at least aside from the hiatus I took two days ago. work is hard but the um no i I know that every post that I do can theoretically have an outreach to a community a discourse community. Right. Uh, that I have had virtually no contact with. And the best that I can do is at least earn it. Right. Um,
1: by giving enough of a shit about what I put out yeah, that I'm not ashamed of it. And it's and it was just something too that, I kind of a joke, you know, with when I talk like pol- political strategy as well where, you know, it's actually one of the themes we're actually developing in one of the podcasts, which is that, you know, what happens when you're successful? Like, what happens if you succeed in what you're trying to accomplish? And... You know, it's just something that I don't think many of us kind of give thought to, which is that it's not like I'm doing this podcast to become rich and famous, but at the same time, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. No, it'd be cool. Yeah, exactly. But then when you, like, when I had looked at this, like, you know, like kind of like the perils of going viral or, or being successful on the Internet, um, you know, it's not like you just, like, start a YouTube channel and then get lots of subscribers and lots of money, and then you just make videos and everything's kind of hunky-dory. It has its... Not like a dark side, but it just has consequences and an aspect to it that I oh, well, really and if, wasn't aware of. Oh, and if we're talking new media, it's
0: also a massive grind. Right. You have to be on your shit putting
1: stuff out. Yeah. Um, well the internet doesn't give a fuck, you know? Like yeah. that's kind of the funny thing. The internet thing. will forget you. Yeah, exactly. Ironically so, enough. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just it was just interesting to like kind of go go through this process and you know when I had done that research about that, you know, know, being successful or going viral and being successful on the internet, that was when I really wanted to make sure that what I had was kind of something that I could put my name to and be proud of. And, you know, this last little hiccup wasn't anything that isn't insurmountable by any stretch of the imagination. And in fact, it just kind of forced me to be a little bit more rigorous and kind of have and uh, know what I know what I want. But also, I think knowing how I can go about getting it, and that's kind of like where i'm like it's actually very exciting that's why I'm kind of talking fast. It's not sure. just the the um it's not just the uh the, the fattening coffee uh but it is kind of exciting to kind of you know have something that's like just 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 about there like yep. it just really it really feels good, so I'm kind of excited one way or the other no, so that's, that's why I like doing short projects because you get those little highs. Yeah. Of that kind of stuff. Well, now, you know, that I've got like 3 on, three on deck and I've got th- four more already outlined and and pre and basically pre-researched. It's like, you know, the summer's kind of lining up really nice for me to to a certain extent and where I was kind of looking to do one a month, um I might even do them a, maybe a little bit less than that. So don't um, don't oh, Yeah, no, no. I mean like assume that's going to happen. Yeah, but it's but it's just kind of nice how this things kind of uh so it feels like there's actually been some momentum and like i said this could all be subject to change when you get it out there and yeah, something course. happens but
0: let's well, i would love to have gone back and spent maybe another eight hours editing that toriel video right well which, now that that's yeah which uh anyone who's out there as a result of seeing me in that toriel video mm-hmm. i mean more than half the traffic to my website is still generated through the link on the youtube page right how? And that's, that's just the nature of that.
1: How many, like, like in the tens of thousands of years? it's got over 30,000. That's impressive, man. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's good stuff. I
1: don't know if you know this, Undertale's a pretty good game. Uh, it is a fantastic <laughs> fucking game, in fact. But I, to me, it's just strange because that kind of, that part of the world is a little bit hidden from me. Like, the that part of the internet, I guess, is hidden from me. Because the internet tends to, you know, tend to compartmentalize what I do sure. on the internet. So the idea that there's like fan culture and that people are, you know, actively engaged in building this this kind of culture and mythos and what they call lore and their own yeah. uh, development of it on the outside is just beyond me. I mean, to me, it was like, it's a great game. I, I still think about that game, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. No, it's good stuff. I'm going to have to do, I
0: plan on doing a review at the one year anniversary of it. Oh, very uh, good. Of it coming out. So a little retrospective, see if it's still... Hurts as bad the second or I guess third time at that point. But do you, do you know uh, if the
1: guy because we talked before that he had kind of the 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 um, gentleman who made that he has kind of like taken a break from uh, making video games. Is he? Is in the for project now? Online, he or? probably does. Okay, he's
0: probably thinking about something. I don't imagine he would stop to put that much spit and polish in a game like that, mm-hmm. and then just give up on games entirely after the fact seems weird. It's not out of the realm of possibility, but I. I think he will be back.
1: Yeah, cuz it's just one of those things that, you know, you kind of understood that he wanted to kind of take a break because, you know, so much of that game <laughs> so much of that game had to be thought through ahead of time in the way that like most innovative things kind of have to oh, be Oh, it it was a gestation. Yeah, exactly. And you you know, it's kind of tough too cuz it's like, you know, you could develop a lot of individual ideas over the course of a long period of time and then find a way to like synthesize and create a cohesive, you know, way to to express what he, I think he was trying to express in that. And and it's, once again, I think the kind of beauty we talked before about it of marrying the idea of, you know, the way games are actually played and then the ideas and story and narrative that he wants to communicate within that. I mean, there's very few games that have kind of synthesized those two things together. as well Successfully, as does. yeah. Absolutely. And it's like, you know, to be able to do something like that, it's just... Like I said, you know, you're you're trying to do something that's both uniquely yours, but at the same time still has to kind of contend within the areas or the space in which you're trying to release it, right? It's well, it's matter. got to resonate with the people who are going to play it. Yeah, it's still a video game. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's not a movie. It's definitely a video game. And this is a podcast that I'm making when, you know, so you're kind of like, you know, you're both trapped by the conventions of where you're at, but at the same time, you know, trying to find something interesting you know, fun or engaging or, I guess, unique as well to kind of put out there.
0: And that's what actual garbage brings to the table. This is all for me. It will not be fun, interesting, or educational. Absolutely. It is entirely just staring into the abyss. It's actually very much not been that, Uh, even though that was sort of the mission statement of the website. Mm. I've moved away from that to a large degree just because, and as I completely expected, it's just really, really hard to talk about failure. Right. Um, particularly because you end up just having to talk about personal failure because the second you bring anyone else into that equation, you suddenly need some form of consent from them. Right. Um, Because talking about people who are not present, talking about shortcomings is, um, I mean, that's not, it's not that it's hard to do, it's that it's shitty to do.
1: Well, yeah, and I mean, when I think, as I'm thinking back on this whole process, you know, I've, I mean, if I want to do anything on my own or develop anything on my own, there has to be some way to you know some way to to quicken the process of create create creativity, and as I was thinking back, it had been you know i'd I'd always liked the idea that I could just work within a frame or a format that's why why i was I was a good student when I went back to college, which is that you know if you assign me a task, i fucking I can do that task very, very well, yeah, but like you know when it's all on myself to do it. I had just some – I had some, you know, real difficulties in just trying to, like, realize this and, you know, getting discouraged and frustrated when, you know, you you failed, when you hit those kind of barriers. And it was – you know, I mean, if there's one kind of macro lesson that I think I have to figure out coming from this is, you know, there's got to be a kind of method or process that you can uh, – that I can kind of assign myself or get to quick more quickly to where, you know, the product can kind of follow from that as well. And I don't exactly know where exactly – that specific failing is, but it's something that I've got to try to look back on and, and solve. But it's, I mean, this is like a big step for me as well, right? This is sure. like kind of moving out from this idea of, you know, not having something assigned to me to where this is yeah, all no on my Yeah, no one told own. you to yes, do this it. Yes, my all, all my own volition. And so, you know, I'm kind of hoping that, you know, as we go through this and I'll be able to get some like time or perspective to look back on it, I'm, try, I'm really going to try to, you know, not exactly tackle something new when I get, when I, you know, release two episodes or something, but... I'm definitely wanting to I think some, you know, maybe my own kind of like anniversary perspective to kind of see back on this process and <laughs> try to kind of understand my not only it but myself a little bit better as Open well. Open up the photo album, yeah, take I, a look. Well, because I've got all my old drafts saved and I've got kind of like my, all my old files saved, and, and you know, like I'm not a sentimental person, but I kind of kept them there with a storehouse of this in mind to try to just, you know, figure out exactly you know, what happened and the way it happened and to see if there's anything we can kind of like look from or, you know, have like a perspective on. And like I said, probably make a...
0: That's exactly why I keep a journal. I keep a journal to remind myself that I have the same thoughts every week, every week of my (laughs) life. It's, It's some... It's very... I mean granted, over time, there's an evolution to it, and that is if you don't keep a journal, I highly recommend it yeah absolutely um either in an actual physical diary or on a computer or on a podcast mm-hmm. publicly available on the internet <laughs> um but you end up you end up seeing these bizarre patterns where you <laughs> where if you just take one step back from what you're talking about, you approach everything in like this specific flavor a couple of flavors of ways. And you just apply those to every situation. And it's funny to watch you completely stumble into new situations because so much... I think you've commented on this before about the fact that the world is... So much of the world feels like you're walking backwards through it and wondering why you're going the way you're going. Um, And man, a journal is great for that. Not for short-circuiting it because it turns out the reason you think that way is that that's how you think. Yes. So changing that's hard, but it is fun to
1: see it for the purpose of
0: perspective.
1: No, and it's just, like I said, it's something that's just odd, and it turns out that, you know, you think you might need, like I said, I'm only assuming that I'll need perspective to kind of, like, have some sort of insight into the last year or so that's kind of gone into this whole process, and, you know, there are so many of the elements that we've kind of gone through, and it's been kind of nice, too, to even go back and listen to some of the old, before they were even Maclogs, you know, like when we're kind of talking about this, you know, setting setting it up and looking at some of the problems and the fact that I even then I've kind of like found myself, you know, falling into those same problems over and over again. You know, because I think the worst thing about therapy is that it kind of, it maybe kind of just tells you that if you are able to you know voice something or give something a kind of um, attention in a fleeting you know specific setting, then it's okay and you kind of like solve that problem. Right. But like I think a good therapist or even someone who's good at being able to like you know, be self reflective, knows that that's not good enough. And it's kind of funny because even then I've kind of like fallen into that wayside where it's like, oh yeah, I saw that problem. And then you don't rec- and then when that perspective, you can kind of like see that it's like, no, in fact, yeah, I've you, made that mistake Yeah, You three solved times. it. You solved that exact yeah. <laughs> version of the problem. Man. Yeah. I didn't hit the, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't figure out the pattern. I just, you know, dealt yep. with that problem. So that shit's hard, man. Oh no, it's good From stuff. the inside, that's really hard to tell. I mean, it's, I don't think of myself as a solipsist but I mean there's really no other choice to that a certain That's a that's a weird sentence. No, I never thought of myself as a <laughs> <laughs> That's a strange sentence. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that works philosophically or ontologically but we'll just have to leave mm. it at that. No, that's fine. So um yeah man I'm looking I'm looking forward to it and uh, I'll still be checking in and when we get this bad boy released we'll have to um schedule another uh, appointment probably in the next couple weeks or so yep. uh, cuz I've got we got we both got work and moving and bullshit but Yeah, man, it is forthcoming as fucking forthcoming can be. So, all right, all right, Ryan, it's been fun. Thanks for being
0: on the Maclog. Yeah, man. Good morning, everybody.